Whenever he found himself alone, he drew cats. He drew them on the margins of the priest's books and on all the screens of the temple and the walls and the pillars. Several times the priest told him this was not right, but the boy did not stop drawing cats. He drew them because he really could not help it. That's from The Boy Who Drew Cats, adapted from Lafcadio Hearn's 1918 Japanese fairy tales. Retold by Margaret Hodges for Holiday House Publishers, copyright 2002. The original concept for this story is believed to be a recount of the early boyhood of Japanese artist Sesu Toyo from the 15th century. Sesu, which means snowboat, was born in 1420. He became the most prominent Japanese master of ink and wash paintings from the middle Muromachi period. He was born into the samurai Oda family, then brought up and educated to become a Rinzai Zen Buddhist priest. However, early in life, he displayed a talent for visual arts and eventually became one of the greatest Japanese artists of his time, widely revered throughout Japan and China. The first history of its publication is in 1898 by Hasegawa Takahiro in his Japanese fairy tale series. It was rendered into English 20 years later in 1918 by Lafcadio Hearn, with illustrations done for him by Suzuki Kason. For today's reader, it's retold and re-illustrated by many different authors and illustrators. For this CatCast episode, I'm using Margaret Hodge's version, copyright 2002, published by Holiday House. Ms. Hodges was a librarian, storyteller, and reteller of legends. In 47 years, she wrote over 50 books, winning the Caldecott Medal for St. George and the Dragon. She passed away at the age of 94 in 2005. Photos of this book are on the website for this podcast, theliterarycatcast.com. Everything you need to find this book is located there. A legend is different from a fairy tale or a myth. A legend has origins in reality. It's somewhat true, only maybe spun with embellishments. There's the hero, a problem, a magical or a spirit-occupied place, and linkage to spiritual beliefs of the original culture. Eastern and Western cultures are different in the way they express legends. The boy who drew cats is essentially a ghost story. In our Western culture, a ghost story generally refers to spirits of the dead human, a disembodied spirit. It's thought that this belief originated as a Catholic superstition during the medieval period when it was taught that the soul separated from the body at death. In an Eastern culture, the ghost story is expanded upon. The culture can include a deceased human, but most likely may include supernatural creatures such as animals, plants, and non-living objects that acquire supernatural powers that shapeshift them into monster spirits or helpful spirits. The young boy in The Boy Who Drew Cats has two flaws that in the human world render him problematic. Number one, He was weak and small, and second, he liked to draw cats, everywhere, all the time. Drawing of cats became the biggest of the two problems, so much so that he got kicked out of his priest studies at the temple, banned from what was to be his life's destiny. However, as the legend goes, what was his biggest flaw 
became his greatest good luck, life-saving good luck, a unique talent that had a benefit for the temple, the village, and making him a legend. And now it's tea time. Fill your favorite teacup with Japanese green tea. I can hear my tea kettle, and my cat is curling into my lap. It's time for the Cat Cast. For this episode, I'm not going to read the story word for word. I'm going to tell it to you using Margaret Hodge's book as a guide. It's illustrated by Aki Sogabi for Holiday House. And once again, the copyright is in 2002. It was a very small village in Japan. A poor farmer and his wife lived there with many children. They found it hard to feed them all. Their oldest son, at age 14, was big and strong enough to help his father farm. And the girls began helping their mother by the time they could walk. The youngest child, a boy, was not fit for hard work. He was weak and small, and people told his parents he would not be very big. He was very clever, though, more clever than any of his siblings. So his parents thought he would be better served if he became a priest. They took him to their village temple and asked the old priest if he would teach their young son all he needed to know to become a priest. The old priest asked the young boy some hard questions. So clever were the boy's answers that the priest agreed to take him into the temple and prepare him for the priesthood. The young boy impressed the old priest by learning quickly. He was obedient in most things, except for his one fault. He liked to draw cats, and he drew them everywhere, even where cats should not be drawn, such as on the margins of the priest's books. on the temple screens and walls and pillars. He drew cats all the time, even during study hours. The priest told him this was not right, but the boy couldn't stop himself. One day the boy went too far. He drew some very interesting cats on a very old screen. This angered the old priest. He scolded him severely, telling him to leave the temple at once. That he would never make a good priest, but perhaps he could become a good artist. The priest gave the boy one last bit of advice. He told him to never forget it. Avoid large places at night. Keep to small. This stunned the priest. He didn't know why he said it, but he had. The boy didn't know what the priest meant. Avoid large places at night, keep to small. As he tied up his tiny clothes bundle preparing to go away, he thought and thought, but he could not understand those words. He wanted to ask the priest, but was afraid of him, so he only said goodbye. It was with great sorrow he left the temple. He was sure his parents would be disappointed and punish him for disobeying the priest and getting kicked out, so he was afraid to go home. He remembered a big temple 12 miles away in the next village. He had heard it had several priests. He decided to go there. 
What he didn't know, and no one had told him, was that the big temple was closed up. A goblin had frightened all the priests away and taken over the temple. Some brave warriors had gone in to rid the temple of the goblin, but they had never been seen alive since. After a full day's journey, he arrived. It was dark, and the village was asleep. He saw the big temple on the hill and noticed a light on. As the legend goes, the goblin would leave the light on to tempt travelers needing shelter. The boy knocked and knocked. There was no sound inside. He kept knocking, but no one came. Finally, he pushed the door and was happy to find it open, so he went in. There was only a burning lamp on the floor. There were no priests. He sat down and waited, certain some priest would be there very soon. Then he noticed everything was gray with dust and covered in cobwebs. Still not worried, he thought certain he would be welcome as They obviously needed help keeping the place clean. He waited. Then he noticed some big white screens, perfect for drawing cats upon. He found a box of drawing materials, mixed some ink, and began to draw cats. He drew many cats, cats on every wall. He drew them everywhere, interesting cats. He felt sleepy. As he was about to lie down by a screen, he remembered the old priest's words. Avoid large places at night. Keep to small. Thinking on those words, he realized how large the temple was and how alone he was. He felt frightened. Looking around, he saw a small cabinet like a storage or ceremonial chest with a sliding door. He climbed in the dusty cabinet, making his bed space, but leaving a tiny open crack in the door. He fell asleep. Very late into the night, he heard footsteps. Then terrible noise, frightening noises of screaming and fighting. It was so frightening, he couldn't bear to look through the tiny crack in the door. He was afraid to move, even breathe. The light in the temple went out, but the terrible sounds continued. The temple shook. After a long time, there was silence. The boy was still afraid to move, to breathe. He just lay there. As light finally streamed through the crack in the cabinet, he began to stir. There was no noise. It was silent, seemingly safe. Cautiously, very cautiously, he slid the door back and placing his hands on the floor to pull himself out. It was sticky. The first thing he noticed was the temple floor was covered in blood. 
and then he saw it, there. Lying dead in the middle of the great temple room was a gigantic, enormous goblin rat. Big, bigger than the biggest cow. But who was there last night to kill it? There was no priest in the dusty temple. Startled, he noticed the mouths of all the cats he had drawn. Their mouths were red and wet with blood. Then he knew the goblin rat had been killed by the cats he drew. He understood why the old priest had said, Avoid large places at night. Keep to small. The drawing of the cats, once considered his biggest flaw, saved his life and the temple and the village. His greatest flaw was his greatest good fortune, making him a legend. He became a very famous artist. As legend has it, some of the cats he drew are still shown to travelers in Japan, and parents show the drawings to their children. They say, This is the work of Sesutoyu. He was once just a boy who drew cats. The Literary Cat Cast is here to help you find new books to read with cats as main characters in literature. It's also here to catalog cats in literature, from old vintage books that may be lost in time to new books that are exciting. But the main point is to catalog books with cats as main characters. Our music is from Melody Loops. It's called Swagger Move. Everything is recorded in the studio in Dallas, Texas. I'm your host, Phoebe Phillips. The meows are by Oscar, Olivia, Harold, and Sweetbee, a mix of cats. And wait for the final meow, because she was a big hit in the last podcast. She's up again. Her name is Sweetbee, and she cannot meow. She can only squeak. So stay till the final end and hear the squeaky little cat known as Sweetbee. Thanks for listening, and if you like this podcast, leave it a review on Apple. See you next time. <laughs>